Welcome to the Ambitious Introvert Podcast, created especially for introverts, empaths, and highly sensitive entrepreneurs to help you build, grow, and scale a successful, sustainable business. I'm your host, Emma Louise Parks, business and mindset coach for ambitious introverts. After 17 years working as an air traffic controller, the ultimate fast-paced, high-stimulus, extrovert-friendly role, my mission now is to show introverts that they too can create big results and success because of who they are, not in spite of it. I focus on introvert-friendly business and marketing strategy to help you switch overwhelm for clarity, confidence, and clients. Hello, Emma Louise here. Welcome to this week's behind the scenes March business roundup here at the Ambitious Introvert, which I just realized could have been a quarterly roundup because we are at the end of Q1 already, which is insane. So I'm just going to share with you, as I do in these monthly episodes, what has been going on for me behind the scenes anything that I've learned, what's been going on in business, what my focus has been, anything that's been coming up just generally with energy, mindset and all of that and just show you what it hit, what my March has looked like, what it's been like for me. This has been one of the busiest months ever in my business and I always knew that this would be the case. That was always going to happen because I'm running a launch with a long open cart period. I run a masterclass. I'm full with one-on-one clients and I am recreating the Ambitious Introvert Academy curriculum to bring it up to date from last year. So this was always going to be a biggie. But as I always say, it's a season. I knew that it was a season. I knew that I could get through it. Didn't help that I got sick in the middle of it, which I will cover. But now that we are coming to the end of the month, I've got this big feeling of spaciousness of like, okay, I did the thing. It was a sprint. I knuckled down. It was done. But knowing that I'd got that spaciousness coming in April and May really, really took the pressure off. And I think it's really important as introverts and when we're managing our energy to recognize that we can feel really busy, but it's okay if we know that there's rest after it and we're going through that cycle of creation and rest. If we get ourselves into, I just feel really busy and this is my day to day all of the time, then that's obviously more of an issue. So so overall, it's been a busy month. It's also been a really great month for me with clients. I've had one of my long-term clients resign for another year. I have had a six-month client resign on a bespoke package. I've had another six-month client resign for another six months on the same package. So it's been really lovely to see these people, to be able to keep supporting them, and to have them staying on in different capacities. It's really beautiful. So I've been celebrating that. So I kicked off March with my birthday. I am Pisces, so I am March 2nd. And my birthday was very low key, which is fine by me. I went out for a brunch. I kind of asked for the gifts that I wanted from people, which was mainly skincare and makeup that I needed. So it felt very low key. I still have in the back of my mind to do a bigger celebration now that the weather's getting a bit better and I'm going to have more free time. But again, I knew that March was a busy month and I was like, "Mm, it can wait. So so yeah, my birthday kind of came and went without too much going on. I did take the day off, which felt very decadent because back in my corporate days, not something I could do. So yeah, another trip around the sun completed. What else happened early March? 
first week of March was the first time that podcast got over 1,000 downloads in a week, which was insane. If you listen regularly, you might have heard me mention this on the intro to another podcast earlier this month, but it really has had a massive, massive growth spurt, which I have seen happen over and over again. There's always consistent growth, but there have been two or three times I'd say in the life of the podcast that there have just been these spurts of growth, which is amazing. Also, first week of March, I ran my first live masterclass in about two and a half years. So the social free startup was so popular. I got 130 signups. And for those of you that watched it, I really hope that you got value from it and you can see some introvert friendly ways to do business. It was really fun for me to do something live and to connect with people live. So it's really made me have a good think about my strategy going forwards because I actually do really like doing video. So there's a way, there has to be a way for me to tie that in where I can do it in a consistent way and still enjoy it and it feels good. And it's not to the detriment of creating the podcast or writing the newsletter. So as I always say with these things, we have to stack them, not switch them. And I want to be at a stage now where I feel like current marketing is stacked enough that something else can be added to it without too much work, which I'm feeling confident it can. So that is on the cards for the next few months. Then in the second week of the month, I went to London and I had the best time because last year I joined a three-month mastermind and I made friends with some of the ladies in there who were just really lovely and amazing. And we you know, kept in touch through DMs and all of that. And one of them is based overseas and she was coming to London. So she reached out to four or five of us to see if we wanted to meet up and everyone was available and we all got to meet up and have a lovely long leisurely brunch together, which was so good. It was like meeting, it was like being old friends. It was like we'd all known each other forever, even though we'd just been in this quite short container together. So it was really lovely to do that, to do some stuff in person and just connect with people because I think, especially here in the UK, there aren't so many in-person events. There's not so much going on where entrepreneurs can meet. So that was really, really special. And I'm actually running two events in person in London myself later in the year. One is in May and there'll be details of that coming out very soon. I'm co-hosting a group day with my good friend, Emily Walker, which is going to be all about program and course creation and design and getting the messaging right for your program or course launch. So we are thrilled to be able to do that together in person. And there's very likely an event coming up a couple of months after that with Jordan Shanda King and I also in London. So we are fleshing out the details of that. But if you are in the UK or even in Europe and you're willing to travel, know that there are going to be some opportunities coming up to spend some time in person with other ambitious introverts. So I treated myself also to a little staycation rather than going to London and back in a day, which is totally doable, but quite tiring. So I stayed overnight on the Thursday that we'd all met up. And on the Friday, I decided to co-work. So the hotel that I stayed at, which is the Hoxton in Southwark, has a really, really great co-working space. And I thought I'm going to treat myself to a day of co-working, which was not so much co-working as almost having the place to myself because it was a Friday and clearly people that regularly co-work decide not to do so on a Friday, which I understand. So very introvert friendly. 
And it was just great to have a change of scene. It was a very expansive place. I'm a mountains person in human design. So it was on the 12th floor and I'd got views and a great vantage point and there was tons of plants and natural daylight and yeah, really, really great. I'll drop the link in the show notes because if you're in London and you're looking for a space to work that's a little bit different, I would highly, highly recommend it. And then the third week of the month is when I got sick. So I got very sick on the Sunday, a couple of days after I came back from London. I did quite a few COVID tests. They all came back negative. So who knows? But I had the high temperature, fever, sore throat, no voice for quite a few days. So all the plans that I had that week to record videos went by the wayside, which means I'm kind of playing catch up a little bit with that this week, making me a bit busier than expected. And this is new moon week. It's my cycle week. So it's not that ideal to be doing all of that. However, sometimes these things happen and, you know, no amount of planning can can affect for that. So so yeah, luckily it lasted about five or six days and then I started to feel better. I'm still a little bit husky, a little bit croquet, but generally feeling much better now. And then in the last week or so, I've been doing the launch of the Academy, which I'll come to. But one of the very exciting things I've been doing is setting up the Academy in Circle. So initially, I decided to invest in Circle so that I could host the private group away from social media. So in previous cohorts, I've hosted in Slack, which it's okay, but it's not the nicest user experience. I use Slack for team. I use Slack for one-on-one clients because it's really great that they can link docs and files in there. We can use the voice note capability, all of that. But for a group, it can get a little bit busy because there's no way to have to kind of separate the chat. It just ends up as a big stream. So after looking around, I decided to use Circle. And then after looking around Circle, I decided to upgrade it and host the entire academy on there. So it's such a beautiful software. So excited by it. You can do live streams through there. You can do the calls through there. You can set up events and everyone gets reminders and they can RSVP. You can run courses through there. So every module with the video and everything is going to be all hosted in the same place along with that space for everyone to chat as a group. So it's really exciting. It's a beautiful interface. It's really minimal. It's really easy to use. It's really clean. You can get an app for Android and iOS, or you can use it on desktop. And I'm just very excited that everything can be in one place because I think having that experience makes it so much easier to stay committed to a program like the Academy. So you can probably tell I'm very excited about that. I had a call with the, one of their account execs. It was a 30 minute call to walk me through and show me all of the possibilities. We were on for an hour. I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) So I'm not an affiliate or anything. I'm just highly recommending Circle because I really like the way it functions. And I really like that we can create that community away from social media. I've also been moving most of my Google spreadsheets over to Notion, which is another software you may have heard me mention, which I adore. I find Notion very calming to the nervous system. I do not find Google Sheets calming in the slightest. I find it clunky and quite ugly, to be fair, although they do the job. So we've been moving quite a lot of those over. That is a work in progress. But Circle and Notion together, to me, are like the dream team of making the Academy just look really, really beautiful. So the Academy itself, I've been in a long launch cycle. I officially announced that the doors were open on the Masterclass on March 6th, and doors actually don't close until 
two days time. So on March 29th and the welcome call is on the 30th. And it's been interesting because I have not followed a standard launch procedure, I'm going to say. I quite intentionally moved away from that and made some changes for a number of reasons. And there are definitely pros and cons to it. So pros are that it's more spacious. Most courses or group programs, if they don't require an application and a call, which the academy, you can book a call, but it's not mandatory. You can just sign up. They generally say seven day open cart. And I have done over three weeks of open cart. So there's been a spaciousness there, but it's important for me to give people time to decide to make sure they've got all the information, time to book calls if they want to and ask those questions and make sure that it's the right decision for them. I don't want people signing up because they see countdown timer and go, I've only got six days, I better get in quick because I think those kind of tactics are not helpful to sensitives with sensitive nervous systems and they do work definitely. Um, Do I leave money on the table as such by not employing some of those tactics? Very likely. But does it mean that I get people in the program that have made a more empowered decision that's a good fit for? Yes, absolutely. So like I say, pros and cons. Cons because I'm not using those tactics. I'm not using a lot of FOMO. I'm not using a lot of persuasion. There's not that urgency for people to jump in. But it also energetically, it feels like quite a long period of time for me to hold space open. And I have made sure to try to treat it just like normal times. I've booked in quite a few days off during it. I've booked in things like massages. I've, you know, bought myself a treat halfway through to be like, yeah, I'm halfway through the launch because of wanting to avoid the urgency and FOMO and wanting to avoid like the rush and, you know, sending multiple pieces of content out every day and all of that with making it more spacious. I just had to make sure that I was supporting myself in having that longer open cart period as well. So There are still some spaces left if you're listening to this and you go, actually, maybe the Academy's the right thing for me. The link will be in the show notes as always to have a look at all the details, but we do close the doors on the 29th, which is Wednesday, because we kick off on Thursday with the welcome party. Other things that have been going on this month is I've met up with quite a few non-business friends, which has been lovely. I feel like I'm a definite winter hibernator, especially because I don't have a car at the moment and the weather has been so grim here in the UK. That has been something that's definitely held me back. So it's been nice to get out and meet up with people. I also did a big spring clean around the house just before the equinox. So I'm talking multiple vacuuming. I'm talking saging things, like washing windows, clearing everything out, a pressure wash in the patio, all that kind of thing. And a lot of journaling and mindset practices around releasing and intention setting. So really making the equinox a focus of that. I've never really leaned into equinox energy in that way before, but but I've really enjoyed it and really felt the shift. So it's really easy for us to always be looking forwards always to be planning in the future, which, you know, we're ambitious. It's great. It's important. Those things need to happen. But we can also forget to look back. And it's really easy to not appreciate how far we've come, not reflect on everything we've achieved and celebrate, and also not learn from what's past because we can be so eager to be onto the next thing, onto the next thing. So 
like I say, doing these episodes has really helped me to reflect. It's really helped me to intentionally carve out some time to look back over the calendar and go, what did I actually do this month? What was good? What did I actually achieve? You know, what do I want to share with my audience? So definitely a practice that I would recommend. And something that's been a big focus this month has been light. So the mastermind that I'm part of, where I'm learning all about the science behind energy, like degree level science behind energy, which is amazing. But so much of it is about light. Light plays a huge part in all aspects of energy. And the more I was learning about the equinox being equal parts day and night, I also read a book called Cellular Awakening by Barbara Wren, which I'll link in the show notes, which talks about light and the effect that it has on our cells. And all of that with, you know, going into spring now and having more daylight, I really feel very, really feel the importance of light on a much greater level. So just sharing that because that's something that has been a focus of mine. And now that it's focused, I'm starting to notice how it really does have this like amazing impact on my energy and how I can really utilize it. So there you go. That is my march in a nutshell. My voice held out just about. So thank you for tuning in. I hope that some of that was useful. I look forward to catching up with you next month. And as usual, anything that I've talked about today is in the show notes. You'll find the links down there. So for now, happy end of March, and I will talk to you in Q2. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast with me, Emma Louise Parks. If you enjoy this show, please, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, one lucky reviewer each month will win a 60-minute one-on-one coaching session with me, where you'll get the clarity and confidence to attract your ideal clients. And if you know someone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share and help me reach as many fellow ambitious introverts as possible.